Hello and welcome to the FEZ show. It is the 29th of May 2020. Today we are previewing the sixth round of the Race at Home Challenge, which will take place at New York. Now, on the show though today is the one and only Jack Pickering. Another episode of Jack Attack, Jack. I really am the one and only. The, 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 well, the only one to be here. Oh, the one and only. Nobody I'd rather be. <laughs> right, obviously, we've got to talk about the Race at Home Challenge today. Not our wonderful singing, but two big announcements. One, you may have noticed this red thing on my face, right? If you're a normal viewer, it's not there normally. Like, so, funny story. You have to take the funny story first, right? So, Wednesday night. This actually happened Wednesday night. Um, it was late night. I was a bit hungry. I decided to, you know, put a bit of bread in the toaster, just toast it, and, you know, you know, I was watching The Last Dance on Netflix, I was like, you know what, a bit of bread goes well with this, I feel, I don't know, but anyway, so I took a bite of it, nothing normal, it was okay, but there was like this pocket of like really hot air inside the pit of bread, and as I like, sort of bit in and went out, this hot air just went whoosh, and boom, I was like, oh, like, you know when you do that flick when you get that real hot thing? And it's burnt my face. Like, a pit of bread has actually burnt my face. I think that is, like, the most dangerous food now, I think. You know, don't give pit of breads to kids. It can burn you. So that's what I've learned um, over the two days since we haven't done a show. And second... <laughs> thank you. Thank you. And second announcement... Magazine. Our new magazine has come out today. So if once you finish listening to this show, head over to Formula Rezone, hit the magazine button. Um, great edition. We talked to Gianfranco Pizzuto about Scuderia E. We talked to Jamie Chadwick about her um, ambitions for the future in terms of Formula E and what she's learned so far at Jaguar and Neo. And we also speak to Trevor Carlin. Why that's important is because he was part of the Mahindra team in season one so he sort of elaborates about how that relationship was with Mahindra so it's a great addition head over to the uh, to the Formula Rezone website for the magazine tab and you can have a look at our magazine so let's get on with the show then Jack because we have a new track uh, that rhymes I'm pretty sure that rhymes um, but New York so obviously we had Berlin last week Studio 397 uh, yesterday announced that you know New York be on the well is a new track for Formula E and Formula E then today announced that you know we're racing in uh, at New York so I think it's really good it's good that we're finally seeing these new tracks sort of emerge yeah that yeah yeah definitely it 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 it, it feels like a, a, a long time ago now when we were repeating the likes of Monaco and Hong Kong and no I'm very uh i'm very happy that we're going to new tracks um obviously berlin last week was really good although everything overshadowed it but um but new york um we uh, we, we we've just had a look at the track just um just off camera i, I know that you've done some laps as well jack um but yeah no it looks uh it looks pretty good it looks really realistic and um yeah hopefully there's less complaints about it um than than there was last week so i remember jeff at the end of last week's show was very vocal about how the track wasn't like it wasn't real life yeah because i think well i have to, you have to give studio 397 credit right they've probably been given a very short deadline in terms of turning these around because let's face it right formula e weren't if it wasn't for covid19 formula e were not doing any you know sim racing berlin wouldn't be on our factor two nor, nor new york right so 
give them credit that they've turned it around in such a short time. I think what they were saying was, you know, there was it was too smooth. And because I don't think these tracks have been laser scanned at all, um, that would mean that there would be the bumps don't actually like come across into into the game. So it, they said it was too smooth and probably be the same for New York. They'll go around, you know, there'll be bumps in New York and they'll be like, there should be a bump here or, you know, you, you wouldn't do that. But to be fair, they don't drive the Formula E car round the tracks they do. They will, It's like a Tokyo drift, really. To, to get it quick out of some of the corners, they're actually drifting it. And I suppose that's why some of the drivers, you know, to reference Daniel Lapp, but he's not the only one that says, and John Eric Verne said it as well, that, you know, there's no point me spending hours and hours in this sim because I don't drive this car like a Formula E car. Yeah, also there's no real repercussions of this championship. I mean... Yes, yes, there is this whole thing currently surrounding the Race at Home Challenge. But the thing is, at the, at the end of the day, all it is is, is they're putting on a show for charity. Um, and so, yeah, there's no real repercussions of it. And so there's no, there's no real reason for them to spend about eight to 16 hours a week in, in well, I don't know how long sim races. So that, I, I just drummed two numbers out of the... Out, out of thin air those are the ones i came up with so yeah no it it, it it's it, it's not worth some of these drivers putting in the effort that these sim races do because the, the the sim races um challenge there is a prize for for um yeah and and, and a rather big prize they get to drive a formula e car whereas formula e drivers just do that week in week out anyways yeah, exactly. So for the sim racers, there's a lot at stake. Whereas, obviously, you know, I think that's why some of these Formula E drivers were technically like apt. I would say were getting bored of the championship, and you can even probably see it in Vern's eyes when he was talking that you know, I'm just I'm just turning up on a Saturday now. It's like it is what it is in that in the in that sense. We're just we're just here. So, but the way that we're going at the moment in terms of these DLCs, like obviously we said ages ago that we want these DLCs. Then there has to be something in order to progress this championship on you're doing eight rounds there must be a reason why you're doing eight rounds and repeating tracks isn't a reason why you're doing eight rounds so i know that we've done new york and we could easily go back to a berlin or an electric docks for example for the finale but what i find interesting jack is that they've mimicked the end of the season so we've gone to berlin as a dlc we've gone to new york as a dlc could london be next your logic is correct. That is how the season ends. Um, yes, that would be quite exciting. Um, obviously, um, I mean, I, I know quite. I, I know quite a lot of people who are supposed to be there in London, including myself. Um, and so, uh, and so, yeah. I mean, it's 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 disappointing that we can't go because of this pandemic. But I'm sure. I'm sure the London EPRI will be back next year, and it will be better than and 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 it will be better than ever. But to see that track for the very first time, because obviously we've never been to the XL before, so going to um so uh, so yeah, going to a new track, we have no idea what it looks like. So uh, Studio Three Nine Seven, I mean, they may have to do a lot of guesswork. But the thing is, that does also mean that there can't be any complaints from the drivers about how smooth or uh, about how smooth it is because uh, they just they just don't know the comparison yet so that's a plus exactly that's what i was going to say like if they do do london amazing because one studio 397 will have had have had like blueprints probably from formula e saying this is where a grandstand would be this is where we were going to put this this is where that would be this is what it would look like this is the dimensions of how steep they probably need to 
for that for London to happen, let's just we're again the best thing about the FEZ show. I can't even say our show name, but who cares? Um, the FEZ show. The best thing about it is that we are very skeptical and we are very we sort of make up things very well in terms of um, like hypothesizing things, and this is definitely one of them because for if they were to do London, they'd need all the dimensions of the ramp going in, you know, what it would look like inside the XL. There's, there's so many things that would have to go into actually making London. So we might not be London, but I'm just thinking, you know, the way that it's going with Berlin, New York, London, it's, it's mimicking the end of the season. I don't know if that's by design or it's just a happy coincidence, but I have a feeling that, you know, it'd be great to see London and it'd be great to have a track that no one's actually seen before. And, you're getting it in a game first. It's kind of like the Hanoi track in the F1 game where no one's actually been to Vietnam, but we have that track in that game. Yeah, no, yeah, uh, uh, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, no, it will be exciting to see if it is that, but, um, but yeah, no, if they, uh, I, I, I would have assumed that Formula E would have done, uh, uh, would have done some like research into like, how everything's going to work out obviously uh, obviously when we bought the well I mean like you didn't have to because like you were always going to be there as media I wasn't I wasn't on that race that was that uh that uh that went to someone else on our crew so yeah um no I was I was supposed to head to Paris so that went well um but um but no um yeah no the 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 thing is they I'm sure Formula E would have done some recon for London so Fingers crossed, all, all all would have gone well then, because the thing is, I can't imagine them trying to uh, trying to do it about a month ago, because they would have. Uh, um, if if it, it, if they tried to look at the track a month ago, there probably would have been a few hospital beds in the way, and yeah, it, it'll make a bit like Mario Kart. So um, I mean, that's not not too different from the race at home challenge, if I'm completely honest. <laughs> but in terms of you know thinking about this now more from a video game style just before we go and do our like predictions for the race at home challenge for this weekend you know is this if you look at the pricing of the things so the tracks are seven pounds 17 pence i think actually i was trying to buy it yesterday and it was seven pounds 17 pence but they changed the price to seven pound 18 pence so i had to wait till that price because it wasn't let me buying it um but for that extra penny i know um yeah <laughs> um so but you're thinking now we've got New York, Berlin, Hong Kong, Monaco, four official tracks in the game now. You've got all the official cars in there. So we're getting very much closer to an official game. But it's going to be in a very expensive game. Because obviously to buy R-Factor 2, it's £25, £26, however much it is on Steam now. You've got the track packs, which I think is Hong Kong in the cars. That's like £10. Um, so, boom, that's £35. Then you've got Monaco... Berlin, so it's about 50 quid, over 50 quid, and you don't have all the tracks. So, do you think now, if for Formula E, maybe if they wanted to push out their own game, that, you know, they probably need to do something along those lines and keep it at that more £50 price bracket, which is a, like a normal game at this precise moment, which includes all the tracks, rather than potentially spending upwards of £70, £80 on R Factor 2 to, to get a Formula E full championship, full game? <laughs> um, no, uh, yeah, no, I think, 
I think it, uh, yeah, I think it would be ideal if they did if they did the if they, if they did the Gen two cars, the five tracks, stick it up for what fifty quid. I think I think that's fair. Um, yeah, for for forty fifty quid, something like that. Maybe maybe create a couple more tracks just to keep us interested more. So things like Mexico City or um trying to think of another track on the calendar rome, rome would there be we good go one, yeah. yes rome um yeah uh yeah yeah rome would be really cool i might actually buy our factor then um but the thing is because because it's you have to buy a game and then you have to buy a dlc on top of that it's just i it's i mean i i i'm a student admittedly i've been put on furlough by the government so thanks again but um but um but no even 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 then i still don't want to be spending up to something like 70 quid on 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 a game so if they so if they if if, if i bought our factor 2 for whatever it is like 25 quid something like that yeah. and then and then have yeah and then have a 30 40 quid dlc i mean i'm bringing the price down each time i say it but um but yeah, no, I think yeah, uh, I think something like uh, I think something like that would work. Yeah, but the thing is, like, that's what I'm thinking. Like, do Formula E need to go and create their own game, or get a company like Codemasters or whoever to create a Formula E game that includes all the track that is at a more friendly price? Yes, um, because otherwise they won't. Um, uh, because otherwise they won't make that much revenue. I, I mean, like some people may want to buy some tracks, but the thing is, buying a a a track for seven quid, especially if it's like, especially if it's like a not great one. I mean, like, I I don't think much of Monaco and Hong Kong, so I wouldn't want to buy that for that. So, I mean, like Berlin, sure, maybe a little bit more. Same with New York. Same with London, because. They look like much better tracks, but if it, but 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 if it's enough track, I I don't want to spend that much on it. I mean, what's, I, yeah, it's just not. It, it just wouldn't be that great. Yeah. Whereas if you had a, a full game, where instead of spending upwards of eighty pounds on a Formula E game with all the tracks, let's say R Factor Two eventually release all of this season's Formula E tracks, for example, then you know if you had a Formula E game. That maybe got updated. I don't know, or if they wanted to do a season by season game, which I don't know if, if Formula are ready for. Then you could, you know, you could put that out for fifty quid, and you'd have all the tracks. So therefore, because you're a huge Formula E fan, like just like me, like we 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 love Formula E, but simply because of the price back bracket that it is now, that's turning people who aren't fans who would buy a Formula E game that aren't buying it. So therefore, when they think about themselves and thinking about moving on to the next step about having an official Formula E game which probably is released every year like Formula 1 then they need something to be you know about 45 50 pounds which is the current game price yeah yeah i mean yeah i mean they 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 try and aim at the younger generation so like so so like our age i mean like we've we've we we've both been formula e fans since day dot uh, so so yeah, it, uh, and the thing is, I don't, and I, I think I speak for quite a lot of people when I don't, when I say I don't want to put 60 quid, 60, 70 quid just into a Formula E game. 
I mean, like, yes, yeah, she'll release like updates and stuff, uh, re release updates in like bum in in like bundles. So maybe may, maybe release the Formula E season six bundle, uh, and then release the season seven bundle, season eight bundle, or something like that, and just have it marketed at the at an appropriate price for uh, on on our factor too. That one. That that would work because uh, honestly, I don't think that I think Formula E is too niche to have like a proper game like Formula One does. So, so yeah, having having our factor works, but the prices to to have the DLCs just it it it, it is just too much because I don't I don't want to be spending. A, I think this has just turned into me, my financial troubles, and me moaning for three minutes. <laughs> but but yeah, no, I um. But yeah, no, I don't think um, I, I I don't want to buy a track for eight quid. Nah, no, that's understandable. That is understandable in terms of you know some people won't because some people think, whoa, you know that there's people in our Discord channel again. Shout out to the Discord channel link below in the description. Um, that said, like, oh, I'd love to, but I, I don't want to spend seven pound on a track. Like, it's just too much money, you know, and I don't have the money to afford it right now. And it, it, and you have to understand that that's 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 just a fact of life. So it's just about what Formula E could potentially do in the future to maybe make it more accessible, as a, a on a gaming platform somewhere. Um, but who knows when that will happen? But what I want to move on to now, Jack, is um, a slight Daniel App thing. I only want to talk about this for a few seconds because obviously we had twenty four drivers in the race at home challenge, and now we have twenty three. So do we expect? What would be your opinion? Because uh, my opinion on this is that I wouldn't expect Daniel App's spot to be replaced now for the remaining two weeks. I don't expect, you know, to see someone in the App spot this weekend. I don't expect him in next weekend. I, I think we could get away with 23, but would, you know, what do you think? Do you think we should get another racing driver to potentially just jump in that spot? It would make sense. It would make sense for, um, for, for someone to fill that spot. I mean, honest, uh, honestly, I see, I see why they wouldn't. Um, uh, mainly because of like time constraints and and uh, and getting someone in. They, um, I mean, like they could, they could do what we've been touting all week and promote Robin Frines and then stick Nick Cassidy in that in in that Envision Virgin seat, but don't see it happening. Um, but that that would require an actual season move, though, wouldn't it? That Robin Frenz would be signed by Audi for that to happen. Yes, which is very very unlikely. But um, yeah, no, I I wouldn't want to see another racing driver in that seat. I'd want to see a guest star like we see in like uh, like we see in the F1 virtual races. But um, yeah, no, someone will take that seat and and then be gone in about. One minute forty. So I mean, what's what, what's the point? Even if it's a guest star of a racing series, so you get someone else from if you if they could if they wanted to go and pick someone from WEC who was interested to to race in it, you could you could try and do that. So then you've got a full twenty four car grid. But honestly, I think that it will stay at twenty three cars. I can't see unless I think it's too late. I think the ship has sailed on influencers or other people coming in to actually race. In the race at home challenge, in the drivers' race, I think the ship sailed. So, um, which is a bit unfortunate. So, I am expecting that it would just stay at twenty-three cars, and we won't get twenty-fourth. If we do get twenty-fourth, great. Who it'll be, I have no idea. 
but I'm hoping if they do use that 24th car and use Audi app C, then they use it properly. They don't just get some random person in that no one knows. Like, get someone in that could actually drum some interest, especially going into the final weekend of this next week. You know, if we have 23 tomorrow, which is probably likely, but if they wanted to use it for the final race weekend to have someone to come in, you know, get someone popular. Get someone who's people know who is an advocate of electric vehicles so they can help promote the final race weekend of the championship. I think that would be really cool. Whether Formula E decide to do that or not, I don't know. So Give it Dario till end of the season. Yeah, or even Dario. Put Dario, you know, get Jack and the Sim Racer guy to commentate on the race and put Dario Frank Kitty in. I don't think that's a bad shout. I, I really don't. I actually, just get Nichols to multitask. Just yeah. get Nichols to multitask. I think that I think that would be hilarious to watch. So, um, but anyway, predictions then, because obviously drive with not having that much practice time. Obviously, New York drivers probably are practicing as we speak right now, probably on the track. I'll probably do some practicing later if I can beat my one minute fifteen time as well. Um, they're probably practicing right now. Maybe not all of them, but most of them I, I would expect are. So, given that we saw Oliver Rowland last week, who has been very good at sim racing has been pretty quick throughout the week uh, throughout the weeks obviously berlin we're in the same situation as we are this week with new york came out on top and won the race so i think predicting is going to be quite hard now about who's going to come out on top this weekend yeah no i think yeah i think after my prediction last week of uh, daniel apt that went well, and that maybe that, maybe I, I you mean, should like, be it, banned from making yes, predictions. Yes, no, I should. Yeah, I should. I should lose my seat on the FEZ show. Not that seat. I wouldn't. I wouldn't go that far. I wouldn't fire you on for that. But, but um, but in terms of making predictions, maybe your predictions are just too much for people to handle. Yeah, no, because I got it right the first two weeks, and then got it wrong with stuff, and then said, uh, then, then went on a punt with Daniel Apt. And then this happened. So, um, yeah, my predictions have been either really good or very catastrophically bad. bad that they lose their seat five days after. But <laughs> six and one half dozen of the other. So, um, so, so who's your money on, Jack? Who's your money on? Oh, okay. No, I, I, I haven't really thought about this. Um, I, I do want to see Stoff win a race. Um. Edo Mortara has been doing okay last couple races. I mean, Ollie Rowland again. Um, I'm trying to think of someone who was just like there or thereabout in the races. Um, I'm going, uh, I, I am going to say Stoffer Van Dorn, but I'm going to say uh, top five for Oliver Turvey. So you're going to say Oliver Turvey. So that's your outside bet. Okay, no pressure, Oliver. No pressure. Um, for me, I'm going to go for Maximilian Gumpfer because... He's had two poor races, and I think it will spice up the championship going into the final weekend that he comes out on top. So, you know, obviously Verline's sort of walking away with it now. Hopefully Verline still has a good race. I don't want him to have a bad race. Um, you know, I still want him maybe finish like a P4, P3. So at least Gunford takes some points, a decent chunk of points out of him. So we go into that final weekend, and it's still pretty much all to play for. It's not just, well, Verline only needs to finish eight from the first race, and he's done it. Um, as as it's looking like at this precise moment, so hopefully Maximilian Gunther can can get in. But before we end, Jack, because we are running out of time, um, I want to speak about Extreme E 
I want to speak about Extreme E because they have released a sort of their format. So I remember once upon a time we did talk about Extreme E. We sort of explained their race format, but they've made some tweaks and they've added some sort of more information to that and maybe answered some of our questions that we had from the first time that we went through it. So I'm going to go through it very now, very quickly. So um, there's going to be five events in one season. So five events, so across all the continents, effectively. Two drivers, one male, one female. So that was the big thing that came out quite recently that both, you know, it's going to be a gender. I don't know if that's a gender neutral is the right term for that, but um, but both genders will be in the in the car. So each team. So as we were saying, you know, Jamie Chadwick, who's in our magazine, that's probably a really good chance for her to show off her skills in that series. I'm pretty sure she'll be picked up by one of the teams. Um, there's going to be two days of racing. So there's going to be a qualifying races probably like on a Saturday, and then the finals on the Sunday. Um, two lap races. They're about. We're expecting them to be about five six miles a lap. So fairly long, but obviously we're not racing on a racetrack here. So five, six miles for a rainforest, five, six miles through an ocean or a desert might take considerably longer than a track. So it sounds short, but I don't think it's actually short, if that makes sense, because obviously it's completely different conditions. So um, it might be quite slow. Um, and they have a hyperdrive system which I don't know if they're going to give like a biggest point or something like that, but whoever gets the longest jump in, in season, in the first lap, not the second lap, the first lap, and the drivers alternate, I forgot to mention that. Um, so after lap one's finished, they're driving somewhere to the pits, I assume, or wherever, and then they switch drivers and the other driver gets in. So there's one car per two drivers. So before we go on to the actual format, what do you make of that? Like the two lap system, two races, five events, hyper drives, 16 kilometer races, um, what do you make of that? I'm very confused already. <laughs> but um, but no, I think um, but no, I, it 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 sounds like a good idea. I'm not sure how they're gonna. Uh, I I'm I'm assuming it's gonna be a bit like a rally, so they'll go one after another after another. So otherwise, it will just be a 15 minute show. Yeah, I mean, you, you might as well be on for about half hour. But um, in terms of broadcasting, but no, if uh, but uh, but no, if if it. Uh, if they're doing it like a rally, then yeah, um, uh, then yeah, do it one, yeah, do it one after another. Then yeah, it's going to be a little bit more of a spectacle, and it's 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 going to be like an an extreme super pole kind of thing, um, which is uh, uh, which is going to be quite exciting. But yeah, uh, but yeah, I'm I mean I will probably just watch it and just look very confused for like the first like ten minutes or so, and then I might actually understand when it is where where where. where uh, uh, Whenever it's coming to, I, I assume it's coming some point next year. Yeah, yeah, January. January should be the first race. So we we talked about it actually being a rally because that's what we wanted to sort of. That's what we thought it was when we first talked about this. But it's the interesting thing is two lap races. So I'm like, well, it's probably going to be like a rally cross thing then. And obviously, as I said, we don't know how long these races are going to be. And there's multiple races during this. It's not just one race. Which are going to because you were confused there, right? Um, Get ready to get even more confused, and I'm going to try my best to to sort of explain the system. But it, it we thought it was complicated with the crazy race and people jumping from different, you know, semi-finals to get into a final, and it, it seems more complicated now than it was previously. So basically, there are going to be two qualifying races, okay? And basically, the, the best people who at this, I don't know. 
there's many questions surrounding these qualifying races and how it will actually work. But from what the, we've we've gathered so far is that obviously the quickest ones will go into the quicker semi-final and the slower ones go into the slower semi-final. But of the quicker semi-final, um, there will be three out of those four teams. So there's eight teams. Four will go into the first semi-final. So the quickest four out of those two qualifying races go into the top semi-final. And three go through into the final. So three will progress. One gets knocked out. Whereas the slower semi-final, there is like the semi-final and the winner of that, which is the crazy race. So remember, if you've been watching the show, if you remember previously, there was this crazy race which contained six drivers and the winner of that went into the final. Um, and the the semi-finals were from the quicker drivers. So they've changed it slightly. Um so therefore, if you've been affected by anything that Jack's just said in the last three minutes, there's going to be a helpline in the in the description. Yeah, yeah. As I said, it's it's quite confusing, but I'm as I said, doing my best to sort of explain it. So then, the sec the slower semi final, the winner of that, so is which is now the crazy race is that slower semi final, I believe, then progresses to the final, and then you've got the final with the top three from the semi final one, and the winner of the crazy race from semi final two that goes into the final, and there we go someone wins and the winner is the winner um so <sighs> complicated like i literally had to read it four times to try and make sense of it myself i still don't fully understand it as i said there's still many questions like you know how is this is, is it it looks like rally cross it looks like they're taking a sort of a rally cross style heats basically lots and lots of mini heats to get to a final heat effectively and many qualification parameters and many big words to sort of like get to the final um but what do you make of that i know i've just i hope you listened i hope you um i banged the microphone there sorry but um i hope you sort of absorbed that in in all my teaching capacity and is able to tell me what you've just understood <laughs> no <laughs> I, I'm very confused by this. I've got, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to look it up after the. I'm going to have to look up after after the show as well. No, so there's two semi-finals. Yep. And then the top t- three from so those semi-finals, they go into. So the top the final, and then there's the crazy yeah. race, and then the crazy race. The top three go into the final as well. No, 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 no. Confusing. So the top three from the first semi-final qualify. But in the second semi-final from the slowest lot, the winner. So only one person goes into final. So there's four cars in the final, three from the first semi-final and one from the second semi-final. Okay. So the second semi-final is the slowest semi-final. And then that's the crazy. And that's the crazy race. The, the crazy second race. semi is the crazy one. Yes, that's the crazy one because all hell to get first place to get into the final. So it's your last. It's basically last chance saloon. Um that one but yeah that that's extremely so that's that literally came out 20 minutes before we were about to record and we thought well we've talked about it so we've decided it would make sense for us to then mention it um so but it is confusing there's still so many questions so they've you know i kind of you kind of it's going to be like one of those i think it's been pushed back i think 22nd of january at dakar was supposed to be their first round i think that's going to be pushed back into february march of 2021 um obviously because of the covid19 pandemic and they just being extra careful i assume um and making sure they're definitely safe to get their championship up and running so i feel like to understand it we're gonna need to see it because saying it 
doesn't really make sense. Like, obviously, with some championships, you can, you're shaking your head there hilariously. Um, but some championships, it's easy. Like, Formula E is pretty easy to explain. Like, qualifying, it's a group qualifying system from championship order. So, championship goes first to, to the last, goes out last. And then the top six qualify for Super Pole. And then you've got Super Pole. And then the fastest person is on pole and then you have a race for 45 minutes plus one lap pretty easy to explain whereas you know extremely oh my god it's unbelievably hard to to explain but fingers crossed i hope you understood some of that yeah you know, there of. will be, be there will be a test next week uh so do your revision um and and we'll come back to that but jack oh another episode in the books um thank you so much for being on yep thank you mate <laughs> no no worries remember if you are enjoying the content please hit that like button and that subscribe button obviously it's been a great week obviously with daniel app we've got again some subscribers had some great views if you really are enjoying that content and you've come back because you've seen the channel from those videos um hit that like button hit that subscribe button it means the world to us um also come and join the conversation on discord with us lots of people joining that now we're so grateful um and it's really great to get to know you um one by one and actually get to speak to you so that's great as well thank you so much for watching the fez show we will be back to review the madness that will probably happen from new york on monday thank you so much for watching goodbye